Welcome back to Scarlet and Maze. I'm Adam. This is Zach. I know. Uh, this is basically a bowl game episode. We're yep. going to go through the Big Ten bowl games uh, and then talk about our ideas for the playoff. Kirk Herbstreet is tuning in. Yep. Special guest a little bit later, maybe. But first game first, the guaranteed rate bowl, West Virginia, Minnesota. Who you got? Okay, so the Big 12 is bad, and West Virginia lost to Maryland early in the season, which Minnesota beat handedly. I know transit probably doesn't work, and it's a long season, and you can improve a lot throughout the season. But, like I said, the Big 12 is bad. West Virginia is not good. I like the Golden Gophers here. They almost won the West. I like them to win the bowl game. I agree with most of what you said. West Virginia. Wow. Yeah. Really, that's for my friend Shay. Okay. Uh, Row Mar- the boat. Huh? Roll the boat. Row the boat all the way to uh, losing in the West, to West Virginia. New Era Pinstripe Bowl, Maryland, Virginia Tech. Like I said about the Big 12, the ACC is even worse. I, I got to go Maryland here. Talia will get, will get it going against Virginia Tech. I agree with most of what you said, Maryland. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I got Maryland. On to the Transperfect Music City Bowl, Tennessee, Purdue. Yeah. Um, I think the SEC is overrated. I basically think every conference but the Big Ten sucks. Not really. <laughs> SEC is really good. I think it's overrated, though. And the, I, th- I really like the Boilermakers, and I just think that the Tennessee is not a solid team, and I think they're outmatched here, and Purdue wins it. I actually got Purdue, too. Wow. Uh, mainly because I don't think Tennessee is good, and I think Purdue is better, even though they're both in the turd pile for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh Pittsburgh without their best player against Michigan State without their best player in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Um, as bad as the ACC is and as good as the season Michigan State's had, I still like. I still think this is a bad matchup for the Spartans. I don't think that their pass, P- Pittsburgh's pass game has been all because of Kenny Pickett. I still think the backup can be successful against a bad secondary at Michigan State. And I think Pittsburgh will win this one big, unfortunately, for the Spartans. I don't, yeah, unfortunately for the Spartans. I was about to say I don't think it's that unfortunate because who cares. But um, I feel like this is a a win-win for non-MSU fans because either Michigan State loses and they shut up for a bit or Michigan State wins and nobody cares about an 11-win season because Michigan's in the playoff. Mm -hmm. Uh, That said, I don't think Mel Tucker is a good coach still. He's had... One winning season so far. Maybe I'm wrong. I'll add that. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think he's a good coach. I also don't think Pat Narduzzi is a good coach. Uh, even if this is a high-scoring game, I view this game really as like the wet, the wettest fart. <laughs> like it's gonna be gross. Yeah. I don't really care to watch it. I probably will uh, watch it with my dad. Probably who's. He's a Michigan State fan. Yeah. Um, I actually got Michigan State. I really like Chick-fil-A, and it's the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, so maybe I'll eat some Chick-fil-A and watch it. Yeah, oh, that's a good idea. Uh, I think if Kenny Pickett was playing, they'd win by 50. He's not. I don't really know anything about their backup. So they'll so. win by 49. <laughs> they might win by 49. <laughs> um, but Michigan State's backup running back I don't think is that bad. Right. Like, I don't think he's that much worse uh, than Kenneth Walker, actually. Um Whatever. I just think um, it's a bad matchup. I don't think I think with kind of Kenneth Walker playing or not, I think it would be tough for Michigan. State well, that's to win. the thing about so Pat Narduzzi. Pittsburgh normally isn't good. I think they kind of Michigan State got a flash in the pan from Kenneth Walker and made them look way better than they were. Uh, Pittsburgh, I think, 
got it with Kenny Pickett too, and he's out. So I don't know. That's so what I mean. They were only good because they had Kenny's on their team. Yeah, got it. Yep. Uh, Wisconsin, Arizona State in the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. They should add some words to that title. <laughs> Maybe spell out serious instead of SRS. I don't know. Anyways, um, Wisconsin and Arizona State. I got Wisconsin. I like I like the Badgers. Arizona State. Who cares? Yeah, I got Wisconsin too. Who cares? Uh, Penn State, Arkansas in the Outback Bowl. Arkansas, out of nowhere, had a solid team this year, but I like the Nittany Lions. I like Penn State. Hopefully they'll be healthy. They had a lot of injuries issues this year, and uh, I think I think Penn State will win it, though. I think James Franklin is a tier above the Pittsburgh and Michigan State coaches. I also think he's not very good. <laughs> uh, I don't think Arkansas is good. I just have such little faith in James Franklin. Um, and I don't know how healthy their quarterback's going to be, so I got Arkansas. Yeah. Iowa, Kentucky. In the Citrus Bowl. Could be the most boring game. Yeah. Uh, I got Iowa. I'll just say that. Probably 3-0. Uh, yeah, I think Iowa will force some turnovers against Kentucky. I, I just, I like, I like the Hawkeyes here. Yeah. Utah, onto the one varsity game before the games that matter. Utah, Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. I'm, I'm honestly surprised, unless I missed something, I don't think a single Ohio State player has opted out of this game other than Quinn Ewers. That's crazy. <laughs> and I think that's huge. I think I think even if a few players opted out, I'd still like the Buckeyes here. Ohio State's just way too talented. As good as Utah has looked and they're rolling, I just think it's hard to carry momentum from the end of the season into a bowl game when there's a whole month break in there. I just I like the Buckeyes here. They're, they're just too talented. You have a score prediction? Um... It doesn't matter. I just I gave one, so I'll say, one. say 42 to 17. Wow. I don't think it'll be close. So I honestly, the one thing that I, one of the things that I hate about non-playoff bowl games is when players don't play, which like I get, it's there, like do what's best for you. Uh, Jake Butt actually said he wouldn't change anything like See? in the last week. Yeah. Um, but that said, and it, I'm not saying they don't matter to the players. I just mean like, do they really matter? Because uh, my third grade peewee basketball team, those games mattered, but they couldn't have mattered any less. Anyways, <laughs> uh, the one thing, one of the things that I that makes the games uh, harder to care about is that I said they're not the best versions of each team. Um, Ohio State doesn't have any opt outs yet. Hopefully they don't. But I honestly just hope C.J. Stroud doesn't get a cold on the flight to <laughs> California, and the, I hope the weather is above seventy degrees. Or the game just might get real ugly. I don't know. Like, I just, I feel so bad for him. Hopefully they bring some Tylenol. I think Utah, being real, I think Utah runs all over Ohio State. I think they get the win. I think Michigan had the blueprint. I don't think it was weather-related. I don't think it was sniffly nose reasons. Yeah. I think they just could not handle tough running, and Utah is basically West Coast Michigan, I think. I said 38-28. I think if you keep keep two safeties high, keep everything in front of you, bend, don't break, and then run the ball, and I think they'll win the game. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> On to the to the game that matters that we're talking about here: Michigan, <laughs> Georgia, in the Capital One Orange Bowl. Uh, I'll go first because it's Michigan. I don't care about where teams are ranked when they play nearly as much as where those teams end up ranked. For instance. Georgia beat Clemson 10-3, to and we talked about it one of our first episodes, 
how it was billed as like this defensive juggernaut matchup after the fact, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Clemson is currently ranked 19th. They're not very good. Uh, Georgia beat them 10 to three. They beat Arkansas, who's now 22nd. They beat Kentucky, now 25th. Their only loss was to Bama, but it was a neutral site blowout. Michigan won at Wisconsin. You talked a lot about how there would be an SEC team with one loss and then a different conference with a one-loss team ranked lower. Mm -hmm. Two loss, same thing. Three loss, same thing. Four loss, same thing. Uh, Wisconsin is listed as the third best four-loss team behind two four-loss SEC schools. Wisconsin is 27th, you know, the second in Mm -hmm. uh, others receiving votes. Um, just to mention the little SEC bias there, yeah. uh, I wonder if those two schools, I didn't look this up, I should have because I'm just having the thought now, I wonder if those two schools started ranked pretty high, bet they did, um, <laughs> for no reason. But Michigan also won in a blizzard, blizzardy snowstorm that accumulated zero snow against number 7 Ohio State. <laughs> uh, they also just dominated Number 17, Iowa. Michigan's only loss was a close road game uh, with a fair share of controversy to it, we could say, against a highly ranked team. Uh, None of that to say Michigan's resume itself is necessarily better, but I honestly don't think Georgia's is better either. I think maybe they're comparable. They did blow out Arkansas and, to a lesser extent, Kentucky, uh, but Michigan blew out Iowa and, to a lesser extent, Ohio State. We talked about that ahead of time, whatever. Georgia beat Kentucky by 17. Michigan beat Ohio State by 15. I'm sure all SEC fans and Michigan haters will be quick to call me wrong. But I view Georgia as being similar to Michigan, but with a better defense. But with an offense that doesn't really have anything to hang their hat on to the extent that Michigan does. So I I think Michigan's offense can be more multiple, more easily. I think their running game is stronger, and I think their passing game has a higher potential, we could say. I do think Georgia's defense is better. Oh, I do too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just think Michigan's offense overall is better, or at least has better, more, they have a better potential to be explosive. Yeah. Uh, It'll be interesting to me to see how good Georgia's defense really is versus them mainly playing terrible offenses. Because they they played, what was it, one top 25 offense, and it was uh, Alabama. One one top 25 pass offense. Right, and they destroyed them. Yeah. Uh, What do you think? Um, I think in my mind this game will come Oh, wait, I didn't give a prediction. Oh, yeah, give your prediction. I'll say Michigan by seven. By seven. What if Um, we went out, huh? (laughs) In my my mind this game comes down to who can get the run game going against these solid defenses. I don't think Stetson Bennett or JT Daniels, whoever plays, probably Stetson Bennett, is good enough to beat Michigan's pass defense, especially with that pass rush coming at him. Um, I don't think Cade McNamara can pull the pull a Bryce Young and shred Georgia's secondary like Bryce Young did in the SEC championship game. Um, Georgia's rush defense is significantly better at third nationally compared to Michigan 21st, but Michigan's rush offense is sig- significantly better coming at 10th nationally where Georgia is 31st. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go with the SEC bias here, and wow. I'm going to pick the Bull, Bulldogs to win a close one here with the last second field goal to win by three. I think it's going to be a great game. Low scoring, 17-14 maybe. 20-17. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm really glad that Michigan got the respect of being the primetime game. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> what do we think the Big Ten record will be in the Bulls? So we already picked them. Mine is 6-3. I forgot to add mine up. 
uh, down here, but oh, I, that's embarrassing. Yeah, it's embarrassing. I was trying to count it right now, but I think it's I think I picked seven and two because it's nine games, right? Yeah. The only teams I picked to lose were Michigan and Michigan State. Wow. So seven and two. Yeah. Um. So we didn't talk about this ahead of time. Are we making another bet? You took me out for dinner. It was super nice, lovely yeah. time. Our friend Julian came. Uh. But are we making a bet on these two? Yeah, why not? Let's do the one chip challenge. Whoever loses, okay, has one chip challenge. Deal. Yeah, we both picked a lot of Big Ten wins, but we have some separation there. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Uh, things nobody is talking about. Okay, so I came up with the stat on my own. Mm-hmm. Got the um, stats from twenty four seven, but with the recruiting uh, early signing day being this last week, I just noticed that the last time a Big Ten team got back to back recruiting classes with multiple five stars other than Ohio State was Penn State in 2004 and 2005, those back-to-back classes. Ohio State has had at least two five-stars in the last six classes, Dang. just to show that talent gap that there's there in the Big Ten. That's still there, even though they didn't win the Big Ten this year. Yep. Couldn't win it four times in a row. Living in the past, Zach. <laughs> uh, so, our playoff ideas. Wait, Tweet of the Week. Oh, sorry, Tweet, of the, tweet of the Week. Yeah, I don't have one this week. Mine, I just love that C.J. Shroud watched our show. I had to give him a shout-out afterwards. He is embracing the villain role. Mm-hmm. He tweeted from his official account, which isn't verified somehow. Um, this is how villains are made. Hashtag fourth placed. Hashtag fourth placed. Hashtag humble beast. And then it's just some pictures of him that just look like a villain's origin story. It's not very humble of him to say, but sure. Why not? Humble beast. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. You want to go first with your playoffs or me first? Sure. So, Power 5 championship games are part of the playoff. Conferences can have divisions or not have divisions. I don't care. The winners of the Power 5 conference championship games are seeded by rankings. This year, it would be number 1, Alabama, number 2, Michigan, 3, Baylor, 4, Utah, 5, Pitt. You might say it's weak that Baylor, Utah, and Pitt are in there, but I don't really care. This (laughs) re-emphasizes winning your conference. Right now, like that should matter. It, I it think mattered. That mattered for so long, winning your conference until, kind of the BCS, more really the playoffs. More, yeah, more so the playoffs. I like. I just think that it's kind of dumb that Georgia really went unpunished for losing handily in their biggest game of the year so far. Yeah, like it sucks that there really was basically no consequence. Right. They they play Michigan instead of Cincinnati. Well, I don't think those teams are even equal, but they're still in the playoff. Is my point that like I'm I don't think that it was an intentional thing. They the SEC literally could have said, "Hey, lose this game close, we'll both get in." Yeah. Because we all knew, and it's stupid that the game it well, it it made the conference championship game not matter for them. If Ohio State plays Marshall instead of Oregon, there's a huge argument for having Ohio State in over Georgia. Yeah. I agree, and that's that's frustrating to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, one and two get a buy for being one and two. Six is one at-large bid. So this year it would be Cincinnati, and other years where there's not a worthy group of five team, there could be one non-champion in, maybe Notre Dame, maybe uh, probably an SEC team because it's always an yeah. SEC team. Conference championships matter. Notre Dame can join the Big 12 or kick rocks. Nobody cares. Uh <laughs> But this way, we re-emphasize conference championship games. Conference championship games, we could say, are technically part of the playoff because the winner is in for sure, no matter what. You could be the Big Twelve or the Big Ten West in a year that they're six and six or whatever. If they win, they're in the playoff. 
all the chips on the table for the conference championship game. I think it was 2012. Then, Wisconsin actually won the Big Ten at seven to five. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But it was partly because it was the leaders and legends divisions at the time. Yeah. And uh, Ohio State and Penn State both had sanctions, so they were technically third in the division, <laughs> but went to the conference championship and won it. But right. So well, they were they were eight and five in the Rules Bowl that year. Gross. What do you got? Um. Okay. So I have a ten-team playoff, but first there has to be uniform uniformity in the. Um, I mean, all the teams wear uniforms. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> I think there should be no divisions. The conferences all play nine conference opponents in an organized way that rivalries can still be played every year, while also allowing, also playing the teams that, the, as a whole, playing the whole conference as a whole, like on a consistent basis. So they're not playing the same nine teams every year. You filter them in. Um, so I think the best two records from each conference play in the conference championship game. Then there's six automatic bids to the highest six-ranked conference champions. So that's more, more than likely going to be the five Power Five champions other than one other team. This year it would have been the five that you said in Cincinnati. Then that leaves four at-large bids. Seeding is based on rankings, conference champion or not. So may, maybe the Pac-12 champion would be ranked lower than an at-large bid. Um, it looks, for the most part, like a normal eight-team bracket because there are ten teams, but the ten, the nine, eight, the seven through ten seed are playing in eight and playing games that aren't really a whole game. They're gonna play. So the top four seeds are gonna host. So the seven seed Baylor would play MSU, ten at at the two seeds field, which this year would be Michigan. So Michigan State would play Baylor at Michigan. But they would play in an overtime game where it's just straight-up overtime. The old overtime rules, no going for two after the third overtime. And the team that wins just immediately it turns around and plays that other team. So if Michigan State beat Baylor in overtime, you'd get your rematch. You'd get your chance at revenge on your home field. And it levels the playing field a little bit between the one seed. So the one seed would play the winner of Ole Miss and Oklahoma State, Bama, after hosting their overtime game. And the Baylor levels the playing field a little bit because then those one and two seeds have to prep for two different teams at the same time. Then at that point, once it once those two teams are eliminated, it's just an eight team bracket. The four the semifinals can be neutral site games if you want. They can be bowl games or whatever you want to do with them other than the championship game. I just think I love the idea of the overtime game. I think it would create a lot of buzz. A lot of teams like like those Baylor team like if Baylor lost to Michigan State would they turn the game off when they Michigan State Michigan played probably not probably not it'd be so fun There's just the only thirty thing, minute turnaround you play the only thing is I don't really like rematches yeah why not but well because the you know it's settled on the field or it's not yeah but I don't know whatever <laughs> so you might bring up Michigan was ranked higher than Michigan State. My response went after Michigan State won. My response then was, well, the games all play out. This isn't the only game of the year. Mm -hmm. That's my response now. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, Ohio State's not playing basketball, so yeah. <laughs> uh, we decided to just skip basketball for now. Um, Michigan won by a billion. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't take anything away. They made their shots. They won. Yeah. It doesn't mean they're going to make their shots again. Yeah, Who be cares? interesting going into Big Ten play coming up quick. Yep. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Be sure to buy your eggnog, your cider, your donut. Oh, they don't ice have cream. cider anymore. Ice cream, everything at Quality Dairy. Don't forget that chip dip. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Merry Go Christmas. Blue. Merry Christmas. Go Buckeyes.